Welcome to Doctor Who on the Rocks, a podcast where we drink whiskey, discuss the longest running show in science fiction, and arbitrarily assign points to find out who really is the best doctor. I'm Diana, and I've seen it all. And I'm Jen. I've seen nothing. This we, week's episode. Thank we, you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> what do I do? Like, what do I say? What is a podcast? <laughs> Who am I? How do I, how do I where do my what hands go? This? <laughs> All right. It's 2013, right? <gasps> this week, we watched the Daleks Master Plan. But first, I'm going to leave a lot of whiskey for this one. I yes. Pop open that bitch. <laughs> so this week we are drinking the Shire. The Shire. Hooves. Part two. Part duh. And I specifically go with duh for mm-hmm. the French because mm-hmm. we are drinking Percheron mm. this week, mm-hmm. which is a French, very large horse. Think mm. the Budweiser horses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very that. When I Googled Percheron, that's what came up. Basically like the dude in the photo. Yeah. That's how I imagine. Yeah. I imagine dude hoops. in the photo. Yeah. I'm pretty excited about this. Um, this is still uh, handcrafted in Brookshire, Brookshire, whichever. Either or. Right around here. We really should go visit. Yeah. Very close. A hop, skip, and a jump away. More like a skip. I mean, it's like a jaunt. A nice jog. A gingerly walk. <laughs> it's a little further away than that. I don't want to walk there. I am. We can walk. We can walk to some distilleries around here, but probably not. Not this. Not one. This no, we, we definitely no. need to get in a car. Or yeah. a, a, what is it? A percheron. Percheron horse. It's a nice, hefty little bottle. So. Um, so this is a bourbon that's finished in French oak casks. Mm, okay. So uh, let's drink some whiskey. Pull it up. Oh, that is a glass. Well, you know, <laughs> we got. It's get also through. like someone's birthday. Yeah. Woo woo woo! Happy birthday to me in a couple of days. Yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. So you know. You know, so I I get a glass of whiskey, not a dram, a literal glass. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's like because I love you. Y'all know what this is, and how the saying goes. Si ya saben cómo me pongo para que me invitan, which means if you know how I get, then why do you invite me? So let's get turned. <laughs> Cheers. I need to learn that one. Is that really what that means? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and you need it, that like tattooed on your forehead. It goes with the meme that has like this guy's like being like carried out by his two friends and he's like so drunk, just like hey. I one hundred percent need that. <laughs> I need that to be like 
That's like our new slogan. <laughs> the best. <laughs> rebranding. Yeah, the rebranding <laughs> of this podcast. Say it one more time. Si saben cómo me pongo, pa qué me invitan? So if you know how I get, why do you invite me? Literal because translation. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Let's see. Mm, okay. Oh, it, it smells a little like sweet at the end. It does smell a little sweet. My nose hairs are still here. Yeah, it smells hopes. yummy. I have high hopes. That's delish. Yeah, it's definitely sippable. Mm-hmm. There is a spice to it, but it's not overpowering. It's very soft and delicate. It is really soft. Mm-hmm. It's like a dullness almost, mm-hmm. but not in a bad way. I think mean, like subtle. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Flavorful and subtle. Yeah, I'm not mad at this. It's not subtle enough to be boiled chicken. It's, there's definitely some seasoning in that water. I feel like this is very sippable. Mm-hmm. This is, I will be honest, mm-hmm. this feels dangerously sippable. Oh, for sure. I could just, there's not, the burn, the burn of it is delayed enough that I could drink a whole glass before having to deal with it. It's almost like if you drink a Coke too fast and all of a sudden the carbonation is here, I'm just going to like here kill your esophagus. Yeah. It kind of, it's, mm. it's that much of a delay for me. So I yeah. could um, be in a lot of trouble with this because it tastes smooth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Super smooth with enough bite to it to know that you are sipping whiskey, but it's yeah. delicate enough to not, overpower your senses and make you feel like your throat is in your ass yeah like right dangerous Mm -hmm. like and it's not it's not what i would necessarily have thought of as a whiskey i would like Mm -hmm. i wouldn't have assumed that i would put something like this like up towards the top but it's i'm I'm surprised with how much i like it it's also 92 proof and it doesn't taste like it is Mm -hmm. which that is dangerous that screams peligro (coughs) you know (laughs) yeah yeah definitely a warning to the wise yeah so i can feel where this is it's good by itself Mm -hmm. i think it would be a sneaky thing to add to cocktails oh yeah for sure just to add a little bit of like an undertone of flavor but fuck you yeah i could definitely see this with a cocktail that has some sort of like beaten egg white to it Ooh. maybe one season we'll just do cocktails yeah that, that might be we, fun that means you have to make the cocktails which that could be because, fun yeah let's let's i got material we got materials in the house yeah and i've been a bartender before that was one of we my past lives it. we can try it yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. Ideas. so what are you gonna give this whiskey uh dare i say i almost want to give it a nine just because it is so easy Sure. And it's enjoyable. It's enjoyable. I I would definitely have this one high on my recommendation, especially for folks like myself who are just starting to dabble into the world Mm. of whiskey and our palates haven't quite gotten used to like the starkness of a peat, for example, but you still like whiskey and you want to feel like you're drinking a whiskey. Mm -hmm. This is definitely one of those bottles that I would highly recommend. I, yeah, mm-hmm. I absolutely would. Um, I'm. I might not go so high as a nine because 
and only because we all know I kind of like something that kicks my ass. Yeah. I, I really like the ones that are either incredibly unique or like really bring a different like flavor profile or leave me reeling after. I like the experience of like one sip lasting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I'm still going to give it an 8.5. We're not coming good. down too far. No. It's real good. It's definitely tasty. And it's I tasty. like that it's so good mm-hmm. and that it's so dangerous. Yeah. Dare I say we actually sound like we know what we're talking about now? Which is really great because I still really feel like I don't. Not at all. No. <laughs> <laughs> I still can't tell you what is in it. I feel like there's some sort of sweetener in here. Oh, yeah. Do you want to try and like see I... what the notes are? So you feel like it's sweet. I feel like it's a delayed whiskey kick. And that's about what I got for you. Well, I feel like it, it, the sweetness comes from part of the processing at some point. Yeah, sure. Or maybe like they mixed honey and some, I don't know, at some point. But it's probably from the way the fermentation, not fermentation, it's not a beer, uh, distillation process. And maybe from the barrels. Something in the barrels. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's, it's maybe like the, barrels. the way that the barrels, I don't know. The coated, the interior coat. That's why we need to go and do a whiskey, whiskey tour tours. because I feel like you got so much out of I the yellow rose. I learned more on rose. the spot. Yeah. I, I learned more with seeing it. Absolutely. And hearing it. And then after tasting it, it's Well, like, and oh. it's not like I'm going to be your best teacher or y'all's best teacher listeners about some of this because I'm learning too. Mm-hmm. So I'm not necessarily, not yeah. necessarily, I'm not a source of like font of information. I am not your best option yeah. for learning about yeah. this. Yeah. That's why there's distillers and yeah. professionals that do this for a living. Yeah. That offer tours. Yeah. And like not <laughs> that like uh, uh and there's and Houston has a lot of well, Texas has a lot of really great opportunities for that kind of shit too. Exciting stuff. Yeah. So let's um dive in. Talk some Doctor Who. This week, we are talking the Daleks Master Plan. It ran from November 13th to January 29th of 1966, baby. God New year. We are still in the 60s. We're in the 60s for a long time, girl. <laughs> it's 1966. Ooh, okay. But it's at least not 1965. Yeah. Now, this is a long-ass time. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. One of the books that I read, I think the About Time by Tatwood and Lawrence Miles talks about the fact that the span of time between the first episode and the last episode of this serial is longer than if you combine all school holidays for the average British school children, child of this time. Wow. And is longer than a lot of television serials as a whole, which mm-hmm. is the British word for like seasons. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So the whole season of something like uh, Flash Gordon is, is like 10 episodes mm-hmm. and we just had 12 mm-hmm. of a season mm-hmm. so this is a long ass time in television this was weird then it's arguably weird now mm-hmm. it is the only story like this mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In thank the, god <laughs> agreed <laughs> so i'm going to just go through some of the major things we have the vietnam war happening that's not going to stop happening for quite a long time mm-hmm. Uh, Some of the other things that happened during the run. November 19th, Pop-Tarts were invented. 
Yum. Best thing ever. <laughs> uh, November 22nd, Jane Goodall is brought to national attention through a show on CBS, uh, okay. who's one of my personal heroes. On December 7th, Pope Paul VI and the Orthodox Patriarch Athenagoras I mm-hmm. simultaneously lifted a mutual excommunication of each other that left that uh, had led to the split of the two churches in 1054. Hmm. So they finally settled the tiff. They both basically they both said, "You're not going to hell. I can't decide if you're going to hell. Mm. I am not condemning you to hell." Gotcha. But that's why we have the Greek Orthodox Church and the Roman Catholic Catholicism. Roman Catholic. Roman Catholics. Mm-hmm. Why we have the Roman the Roman Catholics and the Greek Vatican. Orthodox. Yeah. December 9th, a Charlie Brown's Christmas premieres. Wow. Charlie Brown's Christmas exists in the world. Right? Mm. Still some of the best Christmas music. Mm -hmm. It's the Mm -hmm. only time I actually like Charlie Brown. I'm not a big fan (laughs) of Charlie Brown. Uh, December 7th, some local hometown news. The Astrodome opens with a concert of Diana Ross and Judy fucking Garland. What? Can you imagine how much money would I pay to go see Diana Ross and Judy Garland. Judy Garland. What a duo. What a pair. For real. Uh, man. Here in our backyard. Divas. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. ultimate divas. The ultimate divas. Yeah. Uh, damn. Uh, January 2nd. <laughs> the first Jewish child was born in Spain since the, ni- the, since the 1492 dispulsion of the Jews. Oh, shit. Uh, which is kind of an interesting... Just tidbit in there. Mm-hmm. Moment of history. Mm-hmm. And it took that long. Um, yeah, major moment. Uh, January 12th, Batman debuts the TV show with Adam West, which was a staple of my childhood. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched a lot of it. I have it on DVD. I love that show. Yeah, definitely not. I was a more Scooby-Doo Sailor Moon gal. You, this, I mean, and this was 60s television. The mm-hmm. only reason I watched it is because my mom had watched it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was hard to find. Like, it was on sometimes on TV land mm-hmm. when I was a kid. Because mm-hmm. I was definitely a Sailor Moon. You know, I have a cat named Luna. <laughs> I was <laughs> definitely know, a Sailor Moon. I was definitely a Sailor Moon. I liked her a little bit, yeah. So a lot happens. Uh, a lot of progress is happening in Vietnam. A lot of detriment is happening in Vietnam. Uh, there's a lot happening everywhere. It was just so hard to go through 12 weeks. And so I just picked the fun stuff this time. Yeah. Now, this story was written by Terry Nation and Dennis Spooner and directed by Douglas Camfield. Do any of these names mean anything to you? Yeah, Terry Nation was the Dalek. He's the Dalek guy. And then Spooners, he wrote something else, right? He's written before. He was our script editor for almost all of season two. Gotcha, yeah. So I'm Uh, like... Yeah, he did a lot of the... He introduced a lot of the comedic bits Mm, as a part of the story as a whole. Gotcha. Um, And then Douglas Camfield also directed The Crusade and The Time Meddler. Oh, okay. Oh, that makes sense why. We have right. a special guest. Yeah, well, like <laughs> special feature. Right. Uh, yes. Uh, now, Terry Nation is the Dalek guy. He wrote episodes one through five and episode seven. Dennis Spooner was the script editor for most of season two. So he would, he worked the rescue through the chase. Mm. 
And he co-wrote with Nation because of Verity Lambert. She mm-hmm. was like, no, this is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, which is why through most of it you have Terry Nation, but then you have towards the back end, it's all you know written by Dennis Spooner based on ideas by Terry Nation. Because he's, from the beginning, he's been very legally attached mm-hmm. to the Daleks. Mm-hmm. Even today, he's mentioned, he's not really associated with the show much anymore. He doesn't work on it anymore. Mm-hmm. But he always has to be mentioned if the Daleks show up Mm -hmm. because he's legally attached to them. Got it, got it. Now, some famous faces. We've actually seen Jean Marsh before who played Sarah Kingdom. Mm -hmm. She was the sister, Joanna, in The Crusade. Got it. I was like, she looks familiar. Yeah, she she was the sister that King Richard I may or may not have been fucking. Gotcha. That one. Who knows? Right. And then we also have Nicholas Courtney. And he played Brett in the beginning, the dude that died. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you don't know him yet, but you will. Okay. In a while. Okay. He will like come in back years. into Doctor Who. <laughs> but not the character, just the actor. Just the actor. Yeah. I did not recognize him the first time I watched this because mm-hmm. I didn't hadn't watched Old Who before. And so it was fun to see him looking different and being a different character and all come that. Come back, yeah. Mm-hmm. So what are your first impressions? The first impression was, fuck... My life, this is a 12 fucking part episode, and they're lost episodes. The first one being a lost episode. I'm I'm going to post that text <laughs> on Instagram. I've already saved it. It's so fucking Yeah, funny. it set the tone it does. for uh, FML, for sure. Uh, but I think that, you know, we had a lot of uh, really just... What's what's the word that I want to use? Not cathartic, the opposite of cathartic. <laughs> That's so rude. <laughs> <laughs> Just a l- lackluster death. Em- emotionally abusive. <laughs> Just lackluster death. Whoa, right. You know, just all of a sudden, I didn't see it coming, but... I- Frankly, when they killed off Katarina, I was oh, kind of happy baby. because it was just a lot. I, I think I think what annoyed me the most about her character was that, yes, she was from the past, but like, did she have to be a woman from the past? Like, could you not have a dude be the dumbass for yeah. once? And she, it's not like she was a dumbass, and I feel bad about even calling her a dumbass because it's not her fault. Right. She's just from the past, and she was using the references that she knew to, you know be a part of this yeah. society but then everyone else was like oh you don't like with brett oh you don't know what a pill is like take the tablet she's yeah. like the tablets yeah what like yeah so but but uh, she was really annoying at some at some point she was annoying because yeah. um she there was just too much explaining that had to be done and it's like this is already a very <laughs> right. long episode i just you know let's yeah. move it along yeah know? but um very long Lost episodes. Uh, the Daleks sound like they're coming when they're talking. <laughs> <laughs> I no! came, yeah, I came to that conclusion. No! Uh, and, oh, yeah. my poor ears. Yeah. I'll, ne- I'll never. <laughs> you, ne- I, you can I, never uh, unhear that. <laughs> This one Dalek in particular that he's like, and yeah, 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 and yeah, 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 and he always just keeps going up and up and up and up, and he never stops. You're you right. Know? <laughs> well, we always do that too. Yeah, it's and it's so bad. It's really just like, oh, what no. are, like destruction makes you come. Like that's how just evil you are. It's just like, I mean, eh, yeah, you know. 
Yeah, so I came to that conclusion. I guess that must be possible for them to procreate. So yeah, I would say that yes. I, that's another thing that I was thinking about. How how do they create more of each other? Like I'm going to be 100% honest mm-hmm. after having watched everything through the most recent Doctor. I mm-hmm. haven't watched mm-hmm. them yet. Um, I don't know. No idea. It's never explained because... They're machines, but do they, like, make each other in a lab? Like, what's up? Like, <laughs> I mean, I guess that's going to go on our question board. I guess so. We should make a question board. WTF. What does Jen d- not understand? And see yeah. if those questions ever get answered. Oh, we should make a map, like a virtual yeah. board, and connect yeah. the dots with a red string. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like that, that one uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia meme. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's Jen. That's me. But, yeah, so those are my general thoughts. Sure. I think that's fair. I mean, I I was surprised that I liked this episode as much as I did, mm-hmm. considering that it was 12 episodes, and I was fatigued by the end. Yeah. And I'm a capital binge watcher, but 12 episodes, this was, this was a lot. And I think most of that is because it didn't really follow a single plot. It went through these weird episodes of the escapades. Mm-hmm. The whole silent film thing in the middle. Yeah, that was like... Was... Silent, not silent film? Yeah. No, I... So, I liked it, but I I didn't like it, but I was surprised with how much I did. I, I get that. That that was the same for me. It was, it was a continuation thing for me as well. It, mm-hmm. was, it was hard to... Well, frankly, I think because of the way that I watch classic Who, I don't really pay attention 100% of the time. So I didn't necessarily feel like I was losing much of a t- like a sure. a timeline or like a chronology of events because it just seemed kind of everywhere. Mm-hmm. They were definitely flying from the seat of their pants and yeah. it showed. Yes. It showed. So I'm not necessarily mad at that because sure. it fit my style. Could it have been six instead of 12? Definitely. Sure. It was a little bit of overkill at some we point. We could have split this into two different stories. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Definitely. At least. Yeah, because there's so many twists and turns in between that it's like, I didn't even see this coming, but now this is a new like storyline. This, mm-hmm. this is a new fact. A lot was happening, for sure. Yeah, yeah. 100%. A brief synopsis of this serial, this Let's story. Let's see what you got for 12 episodes. Take it away. A man in Yellowface pretends to be a good guy to the earth, but spends his vacation eviling around with the Daleks while trying to climb up to the top of what appears to be an evil after-school club trying to take over the universe. Meanwhile, Steven starts off dying, but then Katarina actually dies, and Sarah, who we've just met, follows not long after. Mm-hmm. I miss Vicky. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. They really did a number on these women. So let's get into the TARDIS points. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Hey, Jen. Spell TARDIS. Terrifically, <laughs> <laughs> um, arbitrary rankings determine uh, 
determine intoxicated seriousness. Good enough. You know, there's a U in there. The with, the with, with got skipped, but that's with. fine. Oh, okay. I, I was like, but, tar- oh, because I always, I always think the it's with literal. Yeah. yeah, the with doesn't have a letter. Yeah. So I was going to say with, but okay. yeah. I, I, I heard, was like. Uh, I heard with. That's fine. I heard with. Okay, yeah, with. Yeah. I said it. Yeah. Boom. It was perfect. I know what it is. Do you know what the real TARDIS stands for? Time and space dimension something. Yeah, but good enough. <laughs> so TARDIS points. Let's start with the doctor. How did you feel about who is definitely our main character at this point? I liked him. He was very <gasps> clever. I felt like, and, and we got confirmation from Chen that he is not a human being. That yeah. he's actually a creature in a disguise. Yeah. So he might be like those... Um, the globby green thing in the tent. Uh-huh. Yeah. In Galaxy 4? Yeah. Maybe maybe he's like <laughs> secretly weird looking yeah. glob of matter. Maybe. and But he's just... Aren't we all? I know, right? Yeah. But So now we got confirmation. So that also made me like him a little more. Also the fact that he wasn't as impacted by the time de- destroyer. Uh and the fact that homegirl was Or was like, he? I mean, he was impacted, but he didn't get... His bones didn't turn to dust. His, he wasn't physiologically as impacted as Miss Sarah you know, Kingdom, obviously. Yeah. yeah, so he's got something going She's, on with he's him. He's got something going on with him, so there's something different. But he just gave a different type of... I don't know, I saw a different side to him, or maybe all his assholeness kind of just fit with what's going on. Because it's also the Daleks, sure. too, you know? So yeah. it's like you're not very sympathetic to the Daleks. But yeah, I liked him. I liked him. I really don't have a negative thing. I also just liked how he was just so fucking fed up with Steven. And was just like... So fed up with Steven. He was just like, shut the fuck up. Shut Essentially, the fuck like, up. Quiet. I think I even wrote down... His whole rant oh, with Steven was hilarious. So, which one? So the one in early on in the episodes. I want to say maybe it's episode... Maybe the fifth? I have to look back in my notes exactly when, but he there's definitely a rant early on. Oh, and six, where he's just so fed up. We already know where Chen's at. Sarah has already joined the party, and the doctor is just tired of Steven's bullshit. I even think uh, in one of the last episodes we talked about, where it's like, if we're going to deal with Steven, at least the doctor's also feeling like, fuck, mm-hmm. I've got to deal with Steven. Mm-hmm. We're all in this together. We're all... We're- Mm-hmm. And it's making us like the doctor more because we have a mutual irritance. Yep. There's one point where the doctor even says to Stephen, why can't you be like all my last companions? Shut up. They were patient. Shut up. Yeah. that's uh, Patience is something that you don't have. Or like, he told yeah, him something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Just, some, just ripped him one where he's just like, everybody else was patient. Mm-hmm. Why can't you just do what I asked? Just shut the At fuck one up. point, and this isn't necessarily a positive thing or a negative. This is completely nooch mm-hmm. because it was degrading Katarina and also degrading Stephen in the same sentence. Mm-hmm. Where he pointed over to Katarina and said, can't you be like her? She doesn't ask any questions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which... Mm-hmm shows a lot on how they felt about Katarina. But I also liked them shitting on Steven. Yeah. I liked that when Sarah joined the team, that she and the doctor were like, science, 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 math, 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 
future, future, future. And Steven's over in the corner going, I don't know what's going on. What's the math? Mm. What's the future? But he felt real smart when Katarina was the one he all sure the did. way in the past. And he's, yeah. So I, I liked the doctor a lot. This episode, this series of stories, uh, he felt playful. He felt like an asshole. But the com it's the combination of that playful and asshole that I, I really like. I think they're getting they're playing more into when the doctor is expounding on some bullshit and the companion goes, What the fuck are you talking about? The doctor goes, either understand or shut up. Mm-hmm. Just or don't say shit. Yeah, bye. And so doesn't explain, but makes it very clear to us, the audience, that he doesn't, he either doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about or doesn't quite understand it enough to be able to explain. Mm -hmm, He's mm -hmm. just flying by the seat of his face. He's clearly very intelligent, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but he's also making shit up as he goes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I love that. I love that. Um, Anything else about the doctor? No. Mm Mm-mm. I really liked him this episode. I didn't like how he interacted with Katarina. Yeah, they all were just really shitty to her. Yeah. Even though Stephen was like, well, she doesn't know better, but you were still an asshole to her. Yeah, very pedantic, very condescending. And it's why I'm not going to be able to give... I wish I could give the doctor more points, but because of his interactions with Katarina, I can't give him sky-high points. It's very childlike. Because it was it was just mm-hmm. praising her for not asking questions mm-hmm. several times mm-hmm. made it and she wasn't in it for very long. Yeah. yeah. So to praise her for not asking questions that many times was disappointing on a feminist style level. Mm-hmm. But also mm-hmm. on a scientific level. How are you gonna be a scientist in any shape way shape or form and criticize anybody for asking questions Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and so there were two fronts on that that the the doctor identifies as like a global uh, species which he talked about he's like i see myself a citizen of the universe and also a gentleman Mm -hmm. you know so but he sees himself as a citizen of the universe and a a doctor a scientist Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh inquisitor you know and to not be able to ask questions Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. off! Fuck not, off! Not not a good look. Fuck all the way off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. what do you give the doctor? Seven point five. Sure. And uh, I not an eight just because of how he treated Katarina. Yeah. But the point five because he really gave it to Stephen. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I was feeling much the same. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Seven point five is about. Be- partially because he didn't do a lot of the actual plot all of the plot development was kind of because I wrote was dumb mm-hmm. but and I think I've kind of established that I like for my main characters to kind of be driving the plot a little mm-hmm. bit mm-hmm. but if it was somebody if somebody was driving the plot it wasn't the doctor it was mm-hmm. Sarah mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I think 7.5 is a fair score mm-hmm. I'm gonna bump it a little higher I'm gonna give it like a 7.8 mm-hmm. Because at one point I was definitely feeling a strong eight, mm-hmm. but the Katarina stuff just really pulls it. Yeah. It's just too much on lot. both sides. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now we're going to go to our other companion, Steven. You know, he he was annoying. He was definitely the, mo- the most annoying 
one out of the yeah, bunch. Yeah. This one. Nagging. Always. All the time. It was a nagging Nancy. He was <laughs> just... The one thing, the one part where I knew I had had enough with him is when they're, when Steven and Sarah and uh, the monk are looking for the doctor, like towards the end of the episodes. And Steven is like yelling, doctor, the doctor, like y'all, y'all know the fucking Daleks are here. Like, do you really think it's a good idea to just... That just really just sealed the deal for me. When, yeah. And I was so upset that it was Sarah that fucking got literally blown Melted. to like smithereens. to forever. Yeah. Age to dust. To dust. From dust to dust. Literally. <laughs> From dust to dust. <laughs> but yeah, Stephen can go fuck himself. Uh, I'm mad that we're dealing with him still. It's astounding to me that in the course of two fucking episodes, we've had four companions Mm -hmm. because Sarah is technically considered a companion. Mm -hmm. We've had four companions. Mm -hmm. Three of them are gone and we're left with Steven. That's the one you leave us with? Literally, I could take Sarah any day. Oh, Sarah every day. Give me fucking Katarina. Give me fucking Katarina. Sarah every day. Sarah, if I, to move on from Vicky, Sarah every day. Mm-hmm. How mm-hmm. much would I be in hog heaven to be watching the Dr. Vicky and Sarah right now? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Instead, I have Steven. And instead, we're stuck with fucking Steven. And I feel like I'm starting to get the feeling that Steven was, had to have been designed to be a dumbass. Mm-hmm. This can't just be quit. Like, it, 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 initially, I feel like it felt like lazy writing mm-hmm. for his character. Mm-hmm. Just like we're giving everything else to the other characters and we forget to give anything to Steven. But now I feel like it has to be like that there was a conversation in the room somewhere of people going, Steven's a dumbass. Mm-hmm. He can't do anything. That's the point. Mm-hmm. Because Steven is a dumbass and cannot mm-hmm. do anything. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. only time he has been useful since we have found him in the burning room in the panda is the fact that he knew that the monk's ship automatically camouflaged. So that must mean that this ship belongs to somebody else and turns out it was the Daleks. Mm-hmm. And as much as that's the only time he's ever been useful, it wasn't that useful. Sarah was still like, yeah, so it doesn't change anything. Let's mm-hmm. fucking go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. But I love listening to the doctor shit on him. Oh, for sure. That was the redeeming quality. But if, the fact that I have to deal with him for more episodes is really pissing me off. <laughs> yeah. At one point in here, I said, damn, Stephen can't catch a fucking break. No, when he was not. trapped in that force field. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. It was like, okay. And just frozen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like it's not and that's when i started being like oh they're intentionally making him shitty mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because n- nobody has this bad of luck every episode he's in prison he's poisoned he's debilitated there's something wrong with steve he is getting the brunt end of every deal mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and as much as i'm glad that that's not our always being handed to our female characters i don't like any character to be given that every single episode mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. let steven live yeah i yeah. almost feel bad for scoring him low which i know i'm gonna do because just let the boy live yeah 
Let him have his panda. Let him be cute. Let him have his little beard over in the corner. And let him live. He doesn't need to be fucked over every time. Uh, You have to admit it's kind of fun to watch. It is fun. (laughs) It is fun. Uh, He gets some fun points. But I do wish that he got one Ian episode. One episode where he wasn't useless. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he has to have some skill set. He has to have a skill set. Everybody has a skill set. Yeah, his skill set is like in modern, in olden days, the guy who would taste the king's food before he ate it. Wow. <laughs> That's what his uh, talent is. Next, let's rank this bitch. Let's <laughs> so what's your score? Uh, a hard six. And it's not a 5.5 because I, the extra 0. 0.5 is because I feel bad that he always gets shat on. But still, he's a thorn in my side. He's the pee in my mattress. I mean, you gave him better than I did. I gave him a five. Oh, okay, shit. Yeah, I gave him Be- a break. Simply because, is this what we're always going to get? Yeah, like I need some dimension. There's I need no some dimension. character arc. I need some sort of something that lets me know that you're not completely useless in this world. Look, for the doctor to look at him and go, essentially, yo, you're literally my worst companion. <laughs> for the doctor to say that. <laughs> like, we all know the doctor's rude. Mm-hmm. 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 But that's direct and rude. Mm-hmm. And, like, maybe he's not wrong. We're not done with Steven, so I don't know for sure. I'm not feeling... Not super great. Confident about the trajectory. And I feel bad for Steven, because I don't think that Steven is an unlikable guy. I feel like I wouldn't be mad to... He's like stock, stock form attractive, you know? He's like... Yeah. I don't think I would be mad to be in the same room as him. I would feel neither... Like, you know, it wouldn't be a negative experience probably to be in the same room as him. It might be boring, but it wouldn't necessarily be like... Or annoying. Yeah. Well, if there's nothing going on, like he's probably just kind of boring. (laughs) Maybe, yeah. Yeah. You know, he might have good music interests. Who knows? I don't know. It's a beatnik. Yeah, probably his pandas music. I don't know, but but you know what I mean. Like he doesn't seem like a bad. He's not a bad guy by any mm-hmm. means. He just seems kind of dull. So yeah, five. Mm-hmm. Now I thought about this for a long time. Katarina and Sarah Kingdom are both technically companions, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I don't think anybody who's lasted this short of a time is going to get their own goodbye episode. No, you were here for two seconds especially, in the world. Right. Especially because if Katarina had been introduced at the beginning of the Mythmakers and mm-hmm. we'd had two full episodes with her instead of being introduced at the end and being off to the beginning. Literally at the beginning. Right. I might have said, let's go and do a goodbye episode for Katarina. Yeah, no. But we didn't. We barely got a full serial with Katarina. We did we not don't get a full know her. Right. No. She doesn't even go here. She does not go here. No. Mm-mm. I, we got more of an episode with Sarah, honestly. Think honestly, I was thinking. I literally, as the episode was progressing, I was like, "Okay, who's going to be the new companion yeah. here?" Because Katarina got killed off pretty quickly and just unceremoniously, yeah. and then enter Sarah Batty, and then Sarah fucking gets blown mm-hmm. to dust. You know, so 
Yeah, I was I I was taken on an emotional roller coaster in terms of guessing who the next companion was going to be, just to be let down. Um, this is all just to say, Katarina. I'll figure out what to do with the scores with her. Gotcha. But Sarah, she's only getting one score, so there's no point in scoring her the same score twice. Gotcha. So let's talk about Katarina before we get into Sarah. All right. Since it won't take very long. Yeah. It's going to be two seconds. Yeah. How did you feel about Katarina? Like I told you, she annoyed the shit out of me, but that's because, and I had to keep reminding myself to give her grace because she is operating under the set of facts of the world and the universe that she knows. Yeah. So the universe that she knows is ancient Rome and Greece, Greece, fuck ancient Greece. I was highly annoyed by her but i gave her grace i had to remember to give her grace but i was also glad that they killed her off very quickly so i didn't have to deal with her and feel bad about the fact that i hated her but also reminding myself like you can't hate her because she's just a product of her time yeah she's not only a product of her time but she's being written by people of a product of their time which was antiquated from our modern perspective Mm -hmm. the thing that i the silver lining of Vicky that they missed mm-hmm. in a sense that I would love to see a character like this being dealt with in a modern sense mm-hmm. where we have different sensibilities mm-hmm. is that she was willing to learn mm-hmm. every step of the way she, as much as the doctor was like, look, she doesn't ask questions. She was actually asking questions mm-hmm. She was over there trying to process the world around her mm-hmm. in the context of the world she had come from. Mm-hmm. And I think that would be a really interesting thing to take someone out of antiquity, mm-hmm. proper antiquity. Mm-hmm. Electricity does not is not on the forefront of any horizon and bring them into a sci-fi world mm-hmm. where we're really working in even our future. Mm-hmm. Because the process of having to deal with that and come to terms with it and be able to live within that, I think is a really fascinating Mm -hmm. storyline. But they didn't take it Mm -hmm. or didn't take it fully and then killed her off too soon. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It could have been cool, but they gave up on it because it was hard. Yeah. And I, and I get it. It must be very difficult. Mm -hmm. And that makes me sad for Katerina. Mm-hmm. especially because like to get thrown out of an airlock is intense that's intense but also the fact that they masked it as like oh she's self-sacrificed oh 100 like she understood what like she was the doing the martyr and i'm like no this woman doesn't know what the fucking aircraft is she, she's no idea what's going on outside she's the reaching into and, thin air and then so again i will reiterate we watched the loose cannon production mm-hmm you know, we're watching this this recreation that's created by Loose Cannon. Loose, I don't know if this is in the original notes, in the original show, how this was a decision that was made. Mm-hmm. But I want that one episode where Katarina, I would love the two episodes where Sarah and Katarina both go. Mm-hmm. Because I would love the original footage mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. how they portrayed how that they death yeah. and how that matches up with the music and everything. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Because in the Loose Cannon production, we had her body just like, literally just pointing to the side, like almost dabbing the bitch. Yeah, you yeah. know. Oh, through space. Yeah, through I'm, a- <laughs> <laughs> I'm a 
corpse just dabbing it up through space. <laughs> Floating in that really uncomfortable way that bodies float through space. Yeah. <laughs> In her little Troy it outfit. It was terrible. It was terrible. It was terrible. It was. I rem and I can remember the the first time I watched this being very uncomfortable. I watched these loose cannon productions. That's what I watched the first time. Mm -hmm. I remember being very uncomfortable. I even think I was like studying. Mm -hmm. I was doing something else, and Katarina dies, and her body just like floats across the screen. And I stopped what I was doing and I was like, this is not this okay. This is not okay. Yeah, this is not what I want to watch. <laughs> this is uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Why are we just watching this corpse float through space? I don't need that. Literally, her corpse flying through space had more screen time than she did. Than she did. <laughs> and what a strange turn for this right. show. Right. All of a sudden, we went from, look. Death. Barbara, yeah. Gloom. Yeah. Doom. Barbara and Ian, chill. Fucking on the bus in London. Fucking gingerly walking, hop scratch, whatever, hop scratch. Living their best life. All over London. Yeah, just, you know. Fucking all over London. Fucking all over London. <laughs> Vicky, fucking all over the Mediterranean. Yeah, all over the Mediterranean. Just <laughs> They're living their best lives. And then all of a sudden, Katarina, dead. Sarah yep. Kingdom, dead. dead. Yep. What an intense Call it a femicide. I mean, what an intense shift. Mm -hmm. And Katarina really brought that on. Yeah. Just a very, yeah. very intense. Very stark difference yes. in the happy-go-lucky, jolly. I felt like there was a lot more death this episode. It was a lot more intense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So what do you give Katarina? God, I really... I'm going to give her a seven with grace. Wow. But that's just Why? because because she's a product of her time, and I felt that they really just fucked her. Like, they could have developed her in such a way, in a different way. They could have kept her long here's, enough. Here's my question. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, because we're not going to waste our time by doing a whole goodbye episode. Mm -hmm. She was in two episodes. So, what do you give her for just this episode? And then what do you give her for the two together? So I think I have to break it into different parts because like in the episode where it, she's in her time, I mean, she's obviously uh, in service of the goddess. Yeah. So she's already in terms of just like caste system, education yeah. system, and a little bit of a lower tier. Do you give her the seven for just this episode? I'm giving her the seven overall. So that's the overall score. Overall. Yeah. Just because I felt like, I mean, she had some things to... to the, the thing is, I don't want my score to be tainted by the fact that they juxtaposed her so much with her being from such a distant yeah. past and Sarah being from such a, like, far yeah. ahead future. Yeah. You know? It, they just didn't gel well together and they didn't do her justice because everything that was going to come out of her mouth was going to seem stupid to everyone else in the crew yeah. because we were centuries ahead of her right. in sort of intelligence, education, time, everything. Yeah. So in terms of her being Katarina from ancient Greece, mm-hmm. I think she did, she played her part well in terms of just reflecting the 
like whatever like class system she was a part of in, in ancient Greece, just reflecting all of that. Um, and I just don't think it's fair that they just put her up against someone who was just so advanced. Right. Like, I felt like they probably like to go from Vicky, Katerina, Sarah is not fair to Katerina. It's not fair to her because yeah. she already looks stupid. She already, and it's she not because dumb. she's stupid. It's just because she doesn't know. She comes from a time period where they like exactly. nothing is nothing the same. Nothing is the same. So it's, it's an unfair comparison. It's an, uh, very unfair. So that's why I want to give her a seven because I felt like with the tool she was given from her she time period. She dealt with she it. She dealt with it in a way. And she didn't completely freak out. She didn't. You know what? We never got a Katarina scream. We did not. Even though shit was fucked up, she was the seeing time, robot, like yeah. spaceships, like guns. Whole, every time something crazy happened, she went, what do you mean? Right. And you know what? I wish that every time something crazy happened, I just went, what do you mean? Can Instead, you explain? Can you just expound a little bit? Instead of like stressing out, she never really stressed out. She was always kind of chill. And I think that they were trying to play that as kind of dumb. Mm-hmm. But I don't necessarily think that that's dumb. I think that's always been characterized as dumb and i really think that that there's a presence of mind where some people just don't fucking flip out some people just go okay and but she was wasn't she also like in service to the priestess so she Mm -hmm. was innately already had some sort of attunement to her spirituality thought the whole time she in this serial she thought she was in the afterlife which is why i think it would have been cool to like expound mm-hmm. on her story is because how did that how did that translate play into her no, idea yeah. of the afterlife exactly, exactly i think that would have been very interesting to have a character for several episodes that thought they were dead mm-hmm. and that they were in their afterlife journey mm-hmm. how cool would that have been instead of killing her off first thing right so you're giving the seven to her overall score or for this story score? Overall. 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 So what do you, for just the for master plan. For this story, I, I really hated her. I mean, she's, yeah. she gets like a four from me because she just really annoyed the shit out of me. But again, the graceful part of me is recognizing the fact that it's not her fault that I hated sure. her so much. She was written to be hated, in my opinion. I, I agree. Mm-hmm. She was written to be a dumb female character. Mm-hmm. Because of that, I give her a two. It, there's not much in this story that I can really, you know what? I give her a three for the realization that she never really screamed. Mm-hmm. She never freaked out. She never panicked. She was just like, okay, yeah, but explain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As much as the doctor said she doesn't ask questions, mm-hmm. she did ask questions that mattered. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I would have been interested to see more of her. Mm-hmm. She's a good basis. And so seeing more would have been interesting, Mm -hmm. but they didn't actually give her anything that made her interesting. Mm -hmm. It's just what I feel like could have been done with the character. So Mm -hmm. I can't give her points for that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we give her a four or I give her a three for the Daleks master plan. And overall, I feel like I still have to give her like a three. Mm. Like she just, she didn't, she didn't, do anything yeah you know Mm -hmm. um i can totally get the looking at what could have been what they could have done with her and who she was in context of what was her reality there Mm -hmm. at the end Mm -hmm. uh but looking at 
what they did do with her, I just can't. Yeah. I just can't yeah. give her yeah. much. I, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which brings us to our other dead lady. Uh, Sarah Kingdom is only around for this one episode, but she is technically a companion because mm-hmm. she fucked around with the doctor for a long time. A long time. Mm-hmm. So how did we feel about Sarah? We loved her. We met her. We loved her and lost her. Yeah. I One of my, the, the page that I am on is Sarah the baddie karate chopping Egyptians. Yo, she was bad <laughs> fucking ass. <laughs> I really enjoyed her. I liked her sarcasm. I enjoyed the fact that she called the doctor on his bullshit. And she was oh, like, yes, just because you're from the, like, I don't trust you. Like, I don't. I don't know. You're a stranger. Like, why should I take what you say as face value? There was some point where he was trying to techno babble at her and she goes, yeah, but that doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. do you want to explain for real? Right. Exactly. Or for play play? Answer the damn question. (laughs) Yeah. Don't skirt around this answer. Man, I loved her. I appreciate a speak up for yourself queen. Yeah. And she definitely was that. She was. Um, she did kill her brother with no questions. Yeah, absolutely not. Which, th- what that brought up to me was like, holy shit, the soldier mentality. Yes. The mentality of just orders are orders. Good soldiers don't question orders. Yeah. yeah. Very much that. Um, so it also made me think kind of like, what was their dynamic like for mm-hmm. her to just kill him with no remorse, just on sight, you're dead. dead. Not not even, qu- like, you don't trust your brother enough to think I that mean, maybe... It was, you showed up as red on my video game sensor, so I shot you before I even asked qu- But it's your brother. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How do you... And they never went into her, and that, to me, that is a repercussion of it being from the 60s. They made her very cold, too. Yeah, the fact that she never truly had any ramifications of killing her brother in cold blood. Mm Mm-hmm. Without asking questions. Even after being told, she did. After finding out. Mm Mm-hmm. That they were on the same, that she would have agreed mm-hmm. with him, mm-hmm. that he, they were on the same side, mm-hmm. that that was murder mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. on the behalf of Mavic Chen. Mm-hmm. That, that there was a moment of like, oh, oh. yeah, literally, it's like, that's my brother. You know, very um, yeah. gone with the wind, mm-hmm. hands on the forehead. Really Scarlett O'Hara. Yeah. Oh, that's my brother. It's giving a lot of false tears. False tears. And I think that it does play to a lot of what her character was throughout, was that she did a lot of very intense things without question, and like, this is just what we have to do. This is what we have to do. There were so many times where I was like, bitch, what the fuck are you doing? Mm -hmm. And she was like, this is what we have to do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And she's right, both for the plot and to save the human race. Yeah. But it was also, it was very clearly She uh, was very mission-driven. Slash plot-driven. I felt like she was definitely the one that they put in to like keep everyone on track. Yeah, very it, soldier-esque. It it because it crossed so much with mission-driven versus plot-driven mm-hmm. where it was like this is she's clearly the plot driver. Mm-hmm. It rang less true to me 
because it was so blatantly plot. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I wish that they could have made it a little bit. There was shit they could have cut out to make Sarah less the thing that moves us to the next plot point Mm -hmm. because it made Mm -hmm. it less character driven. Mm -hmm. And, Mm -hmm. and you know, here on Doctor on the Rocks, we like character driven. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We sure do. We sure do. It's like the whole point, you know, but I loved her when I loved her. I did. I loved her. She was good. Also, I did like her subtle shade at the cricket game. Where the so, what the, <laughs> the doctor was like, oh, it looks like it's a sporting event, and she's like, no, <laughs> no, no, it can't be, no, <laughs> this not this game, this no, this absolutely. Do you not. know anything about cricket? I know it can last for days. Yeah, it's a it's an event. It's like a thing. It's an event. I don't know. I I'm similar in the boat of I know enough about cricket. To it's know, like baseball, except for days. Way more complicated. For days. Like day, like mm-hmm. bizarre. You thought ba- baseball was bad? Nine innings? Yeah. Try no. nine days. Yeah, cricket. <laughs> you, like, and especially with those announcers. Uh, yeah, I, I would die. And we'll get into this in story, but like <laughs> Jesus, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I was really glad that she made a a moment about like what the fuck, yeah, what the <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. So I don't really have anything else except that the way that we killed her was pretty intense. Very intense. Kind of unceremoniously. Like all of a sudden the camera panned to Grandma Sarah. They just made her old. All of a sudden made her old. Older than the doctor. (laughs) Like the doctor looked over looking fresh as fuck going... (laughs) Hey, oh, you're old. Also, I didn't really understand what the fuck happened with the time destroyer. It just kind of stopped doing its little lighting thing. Like, was it destroyed? So, you know how the whole, out of the 12 episodes, what, 10, 11 of them, were about trying to get the terrarium back. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It ran out, it burned through the terrarium, Uh, so it stopped. Got it. Okay, okay. Yeah, because which I was for like, fifty years of accumulating terrarium, that, that is, wasn't a very long time. You just made I don't know how the Daleks. Old. Yeah, I don't know how the Daleks felt like they were going to take over an entire galaxy. But you know, universe. again, if you're a, a robot, that sounds like you're coming when you talk. I mean, I don't expect you. Except to... that it affected them too. So I don't know what they <laughs> thought they were going to do. This yeah. is still early on in uh, the Daleks. Um, they're still learning. They're still learning. They're learning how to be Nazis. It's fine. It's not fine. It's not fine at all. But Sarah Kingdom was both good and bad. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. what did you give her? I liked her when this I liked her. This is her big old score. Her big old score. I liked her more than ever. I think she's not necessarily on par with Vicky in terms of my liking her, but I think I give her a 7.5 because she's a baddie. You know, she karate chops some Egyptians. She gave sass to the doctor. She also shaded cricket, which like it's cricket. So, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I gave her an eight, mm-hmm. and I was gonna give her a seven. Mm-hmm. But when you said karate chopping the Egyptians, it reminded me of when she was karate chopping some motherfuckers, and Stephen was standing there going, "Oh my god, are you so cool?" <laughs> and at the end, Stephen was like. 
ah. And Sarah goes, next time, remind me, let me show you some pointers. Right, exactly. So the fact that she even shit on Steven for not even being able to fight. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What dude in, the, in 1966 television can't even fight? <laughs> well, mm-hmm, it's, mm-hmm. And Sarah called him out on it. And then Steven's like, I should learn from you. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Yeah. Take notes, and bitch. so that so that brings her up a point. So I'm gonna give her an eight. I I wish we had gotten more of her. It's mm-hmm. too bad that she aged to death mm-hmm. in the desert too while fast. Steven was chilling on the fucking TARDIS. Just all chilling. this time, just literally just sitting there like she's she's giving her life for every fuck him, fuck him. I wish I'd give him a lower. It's fine. <laughs> so you give uh, Sarah. A 7.5, mm-hmm. both for this episode and overall. I give her an 8 for this episode and overall because this is all we're getting out of Sarah. I feel you. R.I.P. Sarah. R.I.P. Now, the category is... Baddie number one. Well, it's interesting because I was interested to see who was going to be your baddie pick. Because in my opinion, there are three options. There's a lot. Daleks, mm-hmm. Mavic Chen, mm-hmm. and the Time Meddler. Mm, see, the Time Meddler, I'm I wanted... good. That's that makes me happy because he's just a chaotic. He's a menace. Yeah, he's a he, chaotic he, menace. He's the he's the random point. Yes. In all of this. So, who are your baddie options here? Mavic Chen. Yeah. Blackface. And especially with the eyebrows and the mm. fact that that color that he they painted yeah. him for the camera is very um, Asian. It looked paint. orange, but I was like, I don't know if he was meant to be like that color. Himself. Oh, I think they just did it bad. Yeah, they just did it bad. He's a very white dude. Okay, the actor yeah, is a very good. white dude. Doesn't make me feel any better about that. Okay, so anyway, so so Mavic Chen and the Daleks. Yeah. Um, but. Mavic Chen to me, the Daleks are still number one baddie. Hmm. Mavic Chen was a product of his ego. Yeah. To think that he could make these machines who have put together a whole galactic council of yeah. like herpes and poop. No. Yeah. To do their evil deeds, wrong. you know? So, like, for me, it was very much like, this is a, a, a lesson about ego and how even when his number two was doing, like, I would have wanted his number two to be more of the leader than Mavic Chen. Yeah. Because his number two was an evil genius. He was like the Paxtons of a... Uh, you know, the Attorney General, Paxton. Mm-hmm. He was like... Nerd. Yeah, he was like that. Evil genius in terms of like putting together the plot. Yeah. Like really trying. Although, you know, he's not an evil genius, Paxton. You know, he's an idiot. But um, uh, but in, in the way of like... No, you know what? I'm not even going to compare him to Paxton. I'm going to compare him to Jeff Sessions fucking little gnome because Jeff Sessions had a way of using the law to make it evil and Chen also had a way of doing that but 
his own ego made it so much so that he thought that the people he was working for were going to actually like praise his intelligence. Oh, 100. You know? So for me, it was like, you're dumb because you thought that the dogs were going to follow you. Yeah. You're just a pawn in this entire thing. You're seeing how everyone is getting murked and you think that you're not going to get murked. Yeah. That's the ego talking. So in, in terms of Chen and the Daleks, who's the biggest baddie is still the Daleks. Because mm. Chen had the weakness of the ego. I think so too. And I think, yeah, it, uh, that's what Ma- Mavic Chen really reminded me of. That one person's like, who's like, the company couldn't survive without mm-hmm. me. It's and like, you know good the- and well they could. Mm-hmm. And clearly so did too did the Daleks. So did they. Because they were quick to destroy him. Mm-hmm. After he played his duty and he played his part. I like for all of the fact that Mavic Chin had a good point where for, I don't know, three fourths of all the episodes, the Daleks kept blaming him for all the problems that the Daleks mm-hmm. were causing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But at some point, Mavic Chin made one of those bullshit excuses where he had a real excuse because the Daleks were fucking everything up, but he made a bullshit excuse and the Daleks said, you make your incompetence sound like an achievement. Oh, wow. Which is such a read. It's such a read. It's a very big read. I look for forward to a day where I can say that to somebody. <laughs> it's rude as fuck, though. It's so rude. You know the person, it really would have to deserve it at that point. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's something where, like, you're, you know that that at person's going to get fired. At that point, you know, you know they're at that Out that the door. straw. Yep. Yeah. I liked this story because we had a lot of bad guys. We did. We, we had our did. whole, like, council of evil. We had. So even though we're focusing kind of on Mavic Chen and the Daleks, there was this whole, there was white dude with the black balls. Yep. There was. Poop dude. Oh, I called him dick face. Weed dude. Dick face. Dick the one that got killed. Yeah. With the, the weed dude. The weed, the weed guy. Yep, in the, the monk outfit. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was a bunch of cool looking dudes. Mm-hmm. It was very Star Trekky. It was very, very Star Warsy. So. Very much so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you could tell a different one of those times where you could really feel, tell a difference between um, Terry Nation and Dennis Spooner is Terry Nation went very. Um, uh, that scene from Star Wars, the cantina scene, where it's like everyone's just like, you know, just hanging out. And then in Spooner's episodes, they said shit. Exactly. So you got that feel of them when they were all mm-hmm. locked in together and Mavic mm-hmm. Chen was like, no, I'm still special, even and though I'm locked like, in no, with everybody we're, else. We're all in here. Yeah. And Bubble Balloon, uh, balloon Black Syphilis Ball dude. Man. Yep. He, honestly, he was my favorite. The Yeah, he was annoying. The ASMR of it all, I, I thought was so fucking funny. I hate him. <laughs> I'm not surprised, but I thought it was funny. I like that the Daleks got flamethrowers. Oh, yeah. They yeah, got yeah, 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 yeah. so much scarier with flamethrowers. Flamethrowers are always scary. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. a, you can miss with a gun. You can't miss as well with a flamethrower. You you're getting all the spots. You know, mm-hmm. you know that you're charbroiling flesh yeah, yeah. with a flamethrower. Definitely. And honestly, the flamethrower Dalek is kind of the reason that I would go for the Daleks being the number one bad guy. Okay. Because 
I do fear a bad guy that thinks he can manipulate the political system. Especially because for the Earth's perspective, we don't really get it, but he was probably kind of a good guy. Mm-hmm. And that he could play that duality is kind of, it is scary. And if they had played that a little better, I would argue Mavic Chen more for uh, an actual competitor to the Daleks. I mean, they made Mavic Chen be a representation of what I think that the dictators that exist mm-hmm. today are like. I think any politician that has their eyes on supremacy, mm-hmm. whether mm-hmm. it's a dictatorship or a presidency. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I agree. I yeah. agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. America. Hashtag America. America. <laughs> Merkel. <laughs> uh, so what do you? So I I feel like we're settling on the Daleks as a bad guy. How do you feel about the Daleks this episode? I mean, the fact that they had a whole s council buy in to their genocidal yeah. fucking plan, I think, has a lot to say about their organizing skills. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Because they sold them each a dream, and until Herpes guy realized that was not the dream, he was like, he was like, oh shit, shit's gonna really get fucked up. So Herpes guy is the guy with dicks all over his face. No, 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 the black balls, the black balls is what I call it. Dicks, a poop guy, because he looks like poop is unfortunate makeup unfortunate you know makeup. that guy looked in the camera in the mirror when they were putting his makeup on <laughs> like had dicks all over my face <laughs> and just went Fla- and they look like a a uncircumcised dicks oh man <laughs> they like missed it like passed him over for the first whoever knows how many episodes and then they were like a sea slug a main sea character slug? main character the <laughs> dicks. you know what that is a oh. sea slug i want that all over my face. <laughs> who who does who thought that was good character design? You know that actor was sitting in the mirror going, "I'm being a paid actor." Eight, and you know that took hours too. Hours because they had to and uh, probably tenuously placed. Yeah. They were probably like, "Hey, dude, don't move too much, or your dicks will yep. fall off." Don't shake too much because your dicks will shake off. It's fine. Was, it's fine. Every, every episode he was in, I was just watching them like vibrate. No, he on was his literally face. just like, and I'm, God, this is very precariously placed. Yeah, he really had no expressions. Uh, <laughs> now that uh, I think about it, he really had no that, expressions. It's one of the times where I wish we had, like, I look forward to if we ever get to rediscover these episodes. I just want to watch Dick Face. Yeah. Like, how do you make Dick Face be more of a villain? You know? I want to, I want to see how he moved. How <laughs> careful did he have to be to not lose his little appendages? <sighs> yeah. <sighs> Daleks are definitely number one baddie, though, because. Um, Absolutely. Everybody else was too funny. Too funny. It was just too comical. And then Chen. For me, I never knew. I always knew he was never going to get far. Yeah. He was always going to die. And then there was always the aspect of, we also have the time meddler in here. And I'm going to put him in the baddie conversation Mm -hmm. because he was a little fucking shit. Also, it was also because the fucking doctor took his shit, but that's also because he was a shit in the other. He was a shit. He's a shit. This 
man has, he's like a Trump. He has total disregard for human <laughs> life and is just about his his oh, high and his exploration. He doesn't give a fuck. He doesn't give a fuck. So the fact that he was willing to cut a deal with the Daleks to get the doctor, but then at the same time was like, oh, let me help you. You know? My right. note on the, on the monk particularly. First of all, I really appreciate that nobody knows his fucking name, that everyone calls him the time traveling monk, mm-hmm. even though... To be a monk outside of 1066 is kind of pointless. Yeah. The fact that every conversation he had in that little bit he was in, because it was really a short bit, where he was like, oh, I agree with you, and managed to convince the whole party, and then went to the other team, and was like, no, I agree with you, and managed to convince the whole fucking party. And then he went back, and Steven was like, nah, man. And Sarah was like, but maybe. You're new to the crew. All you have to do is say maybe. And so they just kept letting him be fucking a a used car salesman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. I just agree. B- gross. Yeah. I didn't necessarily appreciate um, his input so yeah. much. Also, I was just like, great way to circle back yeah. to your character, you know? <sighs> like, honestly, if we didn't have the Daleks, I'd be more for the time meddler as mm-hmm. the bad guy because he's the reason they got close enough to helping Mavic Chen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, the Daleks are the supreme bad guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the time meddler really helped push slippery. the envelope. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Without his help, I don't know that the terrarium would have ended up in the Daleks' hands. Yeah, I can see that. Um, so I he's a little fucker. Mm-hmm. He's a little fucker, and I love him. As a bad guy, he's a lot of fun. I really enjoy... I like I do like a bad guy that is fun. You don't dislike the time meddler. You just get annoyed with the time meddler, but then you get frustrated that you kind of you, you, you kind of like, like you kind of like, like, like the time. He's meddler. a likable dick. He is. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we both kind of decided the Daleks are our main bad guy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Navik Chen was a formidable bad guy. Yeah, the time meddler was an annoying bad guy. Mm-hmm. So the Daleks, what do you give them? I mean, the Daleks. They're trying to take over the universe. They're continuing to take over the universe, and now they have a council. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna still. I'm gonna give them a nine. I mean, yeah. they have a council. They have for a whole crying fucking council. A intergalactical council. Uh, multiple galaxies. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Multiple nations, planets, galaxies. Buying like, into their propaganda. Yeah. And I think it's all because they sold it to each of them a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. Very clearly, with the fact that they don't agree. Mm-hmm. Once you get down to the council level, everybody's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What you talking it's about, It's out Willis? of necessity. Yeah. They're a group out of necessity. Yeah. And the Daleks are able to convince them enough. You robot poop looking things are able mm-hmm. to convince plunger, toilet plunger looking mm-hmm. things. Yeah. But I still feel like you have to score them high because they've made they it. They consciously yeah. are feeding each one a different story. Mm-hmm. And there's that moment where you think, oh, maybe Mavic Chen is getting one up on them. And then Mavic Chen leaves the room and Dalek's subordinate is to Dalek Supreme. Supreme is like, so when are we killing him? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have we decided on that yet? Yeah. And you know, and I can relate. I, you know, wh- when are we doing this thing? Mm-hmm. Are we doing this yet? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. 
I guess we're doing the, we're not doing it yet, not but yet. we're doing the thing down but the soon, road. Yeah, soon. we're still it's that's in all the plans, plan. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, 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 okay. Mm-hmm. We're not we're not bowing down to this motherfucker, right? Right. Okay. So you give him a nine. Mm-hmm. I have to be honest. I'm gonna give him a nine too. Mm-hmm. It's the Daleks are still, you know, those flamethrowers are a different ball game. Also, the fact that they just murdered the fucking Murked. Egyptians. Oh man! With their pew, pew, sticks, pew pew. Yeah, pew, 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 pew. Egyptians are coming with their fucking loincloths and squared pew, hair. Pew, pew, pew. You know, pew, 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 and, pew, pew. Yeah, and then just murk them on the marble, just mm-hmm. dead. It. All, of, all, just, of it. all of them, all of them. Yeah, and it was almost comedic, but not because it was a lot of murder. It's a reminder of like colonizers and the natives. Absolutely, gun gunpowder versus spears yeah no i agree i gave the daleks a nine too because they were so far removed from this story that they became the ultimate baddie Mm -hmm. where everybody was doing what they were doing in service to them Mm -hmm. and it's what the daleks wanted and it was all going exactly according to their plan and they were able to manipulate everybody say the right thing to manipulate everybody under them to fight the way the way that they wanted to act the way that they wanted and so even if we didn't get as much of them as you would have thought having it be a dalek serial they were still over everything Mm -hmm. the doctor was running because of the daleks every action was happening Mm -hmm. because the daleks Mm -hmm. so i i agree i think they have to have a nine Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. but the time meddler does get honorable mention yeah because he was a slippery motherfucker, yep. and I honestly think scarier than Mavic Chen. He's a snake because he could merge in both worlds. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, Magic Mavic Chen would have gotten low points because of the yellow face. Yeah, and also he couldn't have ever he he was so obsessed yeah with what he wanted and the power that he wanted that he was just so blind to see that everyone else around him knew that yeah. and used him. Yeah. He was just so Trumpy. Very Trumpy in yellow face. And again, what was I don't know. <laughs> uh, so you gave the baddie a nine. I gave the baddie yeah. a nine. All that leaves us for the Trump. <laughs> We're obviously obsessed. Wow. We're obsessed. Wow, guys. Wow. Um, so all that leaves us this is the goddamn story scores. <laughs> How'd you feel about the Daleks master plan as a general story? It could have been six episodes. Oh, it could have been four. Oh, wow. You're not lying. <laughs> the extras like 30s film, the fucking, I don't know what other time period we were in. We were in several time periods. Oh, that middle we were bit on was on the fucked. volcanic shit. Like, I didn't need any of that. No. Like, we know the Daleks were chasing us through space and time. Like, we we got that pretty clearly after being told several times that we were following this this light that yeah. was following us. We couldn't tell who was who it was, but we know it's something. Because it could have been shorter, mm. I'm going to give it a five. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow, a five. I'm not, I can't say I'm mad at that. Mm-hmm. I can't go that low because there were so many points where I felt like I was having fun. Mm. Uh, 
I still feel like it could have been split mm-hmm. into separate episodes. Mm-hmm. But there were so many times where I was like, I'm not, you know, I'm not mad. I'm, I'm not mad at what's happening right now. But I have to take off points for how long it was. I wish we had had two to three stories instead of one big one. Mm-hmm. Give me a three-parter, a true three-parter, three individual stories with the Daleks mm-hmm. rather than this ridiculous 12-parter where we're also doing a Christmas episode and some silent movie stuff. It's a lot of shit. And the first half of everything feels very different from the second half. Everything was really complicated. And the middle stuff made me almost unsure of where we were by the time we got to the second part. Now, what is interesting is that this is going to be our only contemporaneous Christmas episode Mm -hmm. where when he says, and Merry Christmas, everybody, that's actually on like Christmas Mm -hmm. of 1965. Mm -hmm. The next time we get a Christmas episode is 2005. Hmm. Okay. So it's never a thing we'll see again for the discernible future. So I feel like they kind of have to get nostalgia points for that. A little bit. But by nostalgia points, I mean by like maybe. Half a point. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe. If you're good. Yeah. So we have the one episode called The Feast of Stephen, and that's kind of our Christmas episode. But what? also the Feast of Stephen was really not the Feast of no. Stephen. <laughs> There's no was, Feast of like, Stephen. Why did Let you even like... Let me eat like, somebody named Stephen. That's why I was like, what the fuck is Feast of Stephen? Like, did he, does he make a feast? Is no. he the feast? No. Like, it, does it make, didn't make any sense. No. no they no, just no, wanted no. to put feast with something. Yeah. What score did you give the story? I'm going to give it a five because it was 12 episodes long. I have to give it a five too. Mm-hmm. Because it was 12 episodes long. Mm-hmm. It wasn't worth 12 episodes. Not at all. This could have been four. It could have been. It, I will go with like six, six to seven, mm-hmm. but not 12. There were so many things where I felt like we were watching one scene last a whole episode where we could have cut down some of that dialogue. Totally. So, yeah. Totally. Yeah. Agreed. Um, but none of this really matters at all. The only thing that truly matters is was this cereal neat or not? You know, I might have to say no. I say no. Because I hated the way they treated uh, fucking Katarina. I hated the unceremonious deaths of both female characters. But also just the fact that it was 12 episodes. 12 episodes. I'm not going to tell. I'm not going to tell a hardcore fan. If somebody's like, I've watched every episode of blah, blah, blah of Doctor Who. This is not going to be the first episode I'd recommend. This is going to be if you are a diehard, you've seen every other episode and somehow managed to miss this. Yeah, you should fill it in. But like not for 12 episodes. Too much. It's too much. Overkill. It's so overkill. Early on. The only reason I would say watch this is because you have the two character deaths. It's our first character deaths. Mm-hmm. And it's two in the same story. A lot of deaths. It's a lot of deaths. And it's mm-hmm. a huge tonal shift. And we're not a family show anymore. It's not a family show anymore. Mm-hmm. It's it's a you need to warn your kids. Like, mm-hmm. hide your kids, hide your wives. Oh man! <laughs> you just kept you just fed into that. I was setting you up 
three sentences ago and you just kept falling and I just kept going and I loved it. Continue. <laughs> wow. Is that not going to age us? That would be like quoting the like trippy gecko. Who gives a fuck? Um, <laughs> uh, so it's a no for me. Yeah. A hell no. Um, we're gonna skip a goodbye to Katarina and, and Sarah just because there wasn't much. It was unceremonious. I hate it. Um, so that's it for this show. Yeah, I hope you liked the whiskey. Tell us your thoughts. We liked the whiskey. Rate review. It was a good one. As you can hear, I'm a little lit at this point in time. I'm a little lit. I'm a little. I'm, I'm a lot lit. I'm a lot lit. I'm a lot lit. I need to drink I'm some re- water after this yeah, episode. I'm gonna. I'm gonna drink some water too, y'all. Shire. This I want some little, french fries. This was a little too smooth. <laughs> Literally, I need some french fries. And like, we haven't even drunk too much of this bottle. No, it's... Yeah, no. Shire, this is some good shit. All right, guys. We're a fan. Next time... We're going to be watching The Massacre. Which doesn't bode well, except for the fact that it's our first anniversary. Woo, go us. Woo, 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 woo. Anyway, um... Yeah. Bye. So uh, see you for darker times. Darker times. (laughs) Beautiful futures. Later. Some drunken nights. Like me. Bye. I'm pretty Hey, y'all, it's Diana. Thank you so much for listening to the end of the episode. If you want to catch us for another dram, subscribe to get Doctor Who on the Rocks as soon as it's released. And if you think we're neat, please rate and review on iTunes. It really helps us out a lot. You can also check us out at on the rocks pod, all underscored, on Instagram. Or if you have comments or concerns or even better, whiskey recommendations, please send them to mediaontherockspod at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. It really means a lot to us. We look forward to seeing y'all again in two weeks for the next episode and another glass of whiskey. See you next time.